finding that balance between competitive football and elite academics has been a goal we've 100% set um, for myself and kind of with my parents. Good morning, everyone, and happy New Year's Eve from the Richard Listens podcast, where we get to close out the year. It's been a transformative year, a year of change, and we look forward to welcoming in 2024 and talking about, as always, exciting people in your neighborhood, in this case, from my past, uh, also names, household names, and names that are of the moment. Uh, today's guest is uh, father and son, Asher and Eli Friend. Asher Friend from my childhood in Rockville Center and multi-sport athlete. We'll give him a shout out and doing the father-son um, sports journey, as I always admire too. And so many of us uh, look up to and hear and success stories of those who actually succeed and triumph. Uh, Eli Friend's stats, uh, you'll, you'll hear more about him in social media as Arch Manning uh, playing in the Rose Bowl of the Manning uh, lore will be um, uh, giving him some shout outs on social media. So we look forward to asking about that. But uh, today we focus on Eli Friend. He is a junior, just completed his junior season with 2,230 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, 690 rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns. He's a four-time Manning Award Futures recipient in, from the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club. He was the player of the week in week four. He's first team All-State, first team All-District. He did lose a heartbreaker by eight points in the state semifinals to the eventual state champion. And most importantly, on the academic front, 4.7 GPA uh, and a 1490 SAT. Some funny tidbits we'll ask Eli about or some contract he signed with his dad in sixth grade before going to middle school and his pursuits in the future. Um, We thank all of you. I thank all of you for being here, for listening, subscribing, sharing, and being part of my community and my extended family. Without further ado, we welcome in Asher and Eli. Happy New Year, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Happy New Year. Well, doing great. Doing great. Eli, you're getting shout outs on social media. Your junior year is just completed. How are you feeling right now with the state of football in your life? Um, you know, I feel great. It was a great junior season. Um, and then with all the stuff, you know, Art shouting me out in the Sugar Bowl interview. Uh, it's been a great couple of weeks. Now, I was watching your form with your passing on that highlight reel. It looked like your dad's racquetball or tennis. What part did, did, did your dad have to do with your football uh, education? He, he does like to tell me he taught me how to throw football. So, um, <laughs> I guess I guess his racquetball pass has a lot to do with that. Um, but yeah, he's just like throwing in the backyard, preparing me for flag football games before uh, sixth grade. Um, that's definitely where it all started. Without a doubt. Yeah, so well, Rich. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and don't. I mean, actually, you probably you had graduated by this point, but um, Eli's uncle Brandon was Southside's quarterback, so there there is some in the family. Wow, I did not know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brandon was a high school quarterback. So how about your dad, Bill Friend? Was he an athlete? Uh, he likes to say he was a swimmer. Um, <laughs> I'll take him at his word for that. But yeah, he said he's, he, uh, he grew up in the Bronx, went to Bronx Science, um, 
does he swim? So I believe him. Never see. I mean, he is a good swimmer. So I, I, I believe him. But well, maybe uh, maybe, no, uh, maybe he excelled in uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, hoop, uh, stoop ball or racket or uh, stick ball. Maybe he's got some street sports. Yeah, I mean, there's so, and, and this is probably more than you care to hear. But um, so my paternal grandfather um, was a professional boxer, or I guess wasn't was a. I mean, this is like back in the twenties, but. Um, fought golden gloves and um, I mean I, obviously I never met him but uh, I've heard stories through my dad and so there's some athlete, there's some athleticism in the family um, you know with genetics who knows how that finds himself but but brand I mean brand was you know certainly a better athlete than me um, and he like got whatever whatever genetically however that flows through uh, and creates you know the ability to play quarterback went from Brandon to Eli somehow through me yeah. Well, you mentioned sixth grade. Like uh, Eli, were you, did you love football? I mean, you're growing up uh, in the South. There, obviously, it's uh, you know it's everywhere. But you know, when did you notice your your passion? Um. Yeah. I mean, my mom went to Newman and grew up uh, watching Newman football. Um. And I've been at Newman my entire life. So kind of, I've just kind of, I was able to ball boy uh, as a lower schooler, and I've kind of just been exposed to football for so long. You know. Growing up in the South, it was kind of just what everyone did. Um, and then I just remember my first game in sixth grade. Like, I absolutely fell in love with it. Like, it was just the most fun thing I think I've ever done. Um, so what it really started you carried there. off? Huh? Not carried off, but we did win. So that was definitely a good introduction. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. That's statistically proven. <laughs> yeah, he had a fun middle school career for sure. That's incredible. So what is this contract about that uh, your dad signed with you? At what point did he know you were going to get serious about it? Or what, what, what happened? <laughs> was that a representation contract? I mean, what yeah, you know, yeah. it was kind of the original NIL, I think. Um, <laughs> my, my mom, you know, uh, being a good Jewish mother was very worried about, um, you know, my head and all the, the potential injuries that come with playing football. Um, so I really wasn't supposed to play. I was supposed to just play flag football and then, you know, maybe run cross country or something like my older brother. <laughs> but our head football coach, who's been at Newman forever um, and went to high school with my mom, you know, really wouldn't take that as an answer. And I wouldn't either. So um, for Hanukkah, um, my fifth grade year, my dad wrote a contract saying I could only play quarterback because it was supposed to be the safest position um, and I could only play quarterback, which I ended up breaking last year. Um, but that was kind of how it all, how it all began. That got me really excited about playing. Yeah. So I, I'll, I can elaborate a little bit on that. So, um, Eli's not wrong. It's, it is interesting to hear him tell that story from the, 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 uh, the signees perspective, but so you remember probably, I guess, so what would you have been fifth grade? It was right, Rich, when the, um, Remember that movie Concussion that came out? It was really like when all the CTE stuff was starting to come out. And, um, you know, then, I have, you know, it, my youngest was an infant then, but um, certainly two older active boys. And um, it, I, I think we were both, I mean, Aaron and I were both nervous about football. And, and, and again, this is not to make you let blush, but, you know, like you have like your sons said playing soccer in Spain. You could probably tell at a very early age that he was 
you know, had talent. He just had some aptitude for, you know, either athletics generally or maybe soccer in particular. It was the same thing with Eli. I mean, it was, it was, um, you know, you watch him play fad football, you know, even for third grade and you just see, watch this kid just like naturally throw the ball. It's like, I felt like it was like taken, you know, be like taking a piano away from Beethoven, you know, to like not let him play football. So <laughs> it really was as a joke, kind of obnoxiously. I mean, I'm a transactional corporate attorney. So I actually like wrote up this like very formal looking contract with recitals and all this stuff. And, and basically it did say in there, which you had mentioned, like you basically like, you know, it was, it was like, you know, the recital was like, whereas your mom and I are concerned about your, <laughs> the health of your brain and, like, stuff. and so it, it just basically said like, we don't care if you play left bench or left out, but like, you're not playing, you know, safety and, um, not that they think, you know, it's just, um, and, and actually just, we, we got him into lacrosse at around the same time and was hoping that that would be sort of the machismo, you know, that would kind of like embrace him and he would just not to give up football, but it was just, you know, we were concerned. So, um, but fortunately he didn't, you know, he's, he's, it's certainly the passion of his life now. So I'm glad, but yes, that is, that's the contract story. That's interesting. Cause lacrosse when we were in high school was becoming more of a thing. So it was like, Oh, you could, you could take this safer alternative. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. Right. And lacrosse back then was a lot more dangerous than it is, than it is now. But, um, yeah, lacrosse actually was just coming up here about two or three years before he was eligible to kind of play as a youth. And so, um, you know, my oldest actually that became kind of his sport and Eli plays, but I, I would tell you that, you know, football certainly his passion or let him tell you that. But, um, but yeah, that's right. So was that it? The paper was signed and all the fears went at bay? Did they go away? <laughs> nah. I'll tell, I'll tell you, if, if Aaron was on this Zoom, she would say absolutely not. But I mean, it's, you know, I'm in, I have, I guess I, I've tempered to it because I watched my brother play and, um, you know, I don't think my mom ever got comfortable with it. Um, you know, I just, I just enjoy watching him from fun. And, you know, I'd say that if we had an anxiety meters, you know, when I was, if I'm sitting next to Aaron while the game's going on, hers is like in the red and mine's just above center probably, but so. It's part of the journey. Part of the journey. Yeah. Eli, how have you balanced all this having parents that truly care for you, but want to see you happy primarily? I hear that message. Um, You know, I think it's great. You know, they really just kind of, whether or not they're happy about it, it really just makes them want to come watch me play and love watching me play. Um, so I'll have a family section of about 10 to 15 at every game, um, which has been so nice since like middle school. Um, but yeah, I mean, hearing my mom, you know, like you can always like feel her wince when I get tackled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hurting her more than yeah, you. Know. Exactly. Yeah, my my helmet popped off a couple times this season, and she told me one more time, and I'm I'm done. Um, <laughs> but I I I I love it. It's nice having people uh, fear for you a little bit because now I don't have to fear for myself. I can kind of just run through whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I I saw and I was so thankful for your dad to share. You know, the whole journey this year and the success that that Newman had. Um, you know, how are you sitting now after your junior season? You know, looking ahead towards 
college, your, your dreams, your pursuits, and, and with football? Like, how do you reflect as 2023 comes to a close? Um, yeah, so I was super nervous for the season going into it because, you know, expectations are always so high. Um, people are just, like, so comfortable with winning and so comfortable with, like, a great quarterback at Newman, obviously. Um, so I would say for myself, it was just kind of, like, finding out how to be a little bit complacent with like how the season was going and how I was playing. Cause I felt expectations and like the standards were so high. Um, that's I would a good point. Kind of, I'm going to slow you down for a minute. I'm sorry for doing that, but that's my yeah. job. Um, so, so yeah. What is that like to step in and be like, on the one hand, this is so exciting. On the other hand, there is no ceiling at this, at this school. Yeah. You know, there was really no, like there was really nothing to surpass kind of. So you, you've got to just be able to kind of step into your own element and kind of be, I, I was just kind of working on being my own player a little bit, just kind of emerging from the shadow. Yeah. I was, I was laughing about it with like a couple of my teachers at the beginning of the season. Cause you know, there were articles written after the games and it'd be like, it would always start with like Arch's air or like Arch's, Arch's backup Eli friend who now starts for Newman. And, you know, kind of as the season progressed, it was Eli friends through for whatever. Um, so it was kind of nice just to, see myself stepping into my element a little bit. Um, and that's kind of really what the goal was for the season is just um, how am I going to fit into kind of the package that's been set by Arch. And then honestly, you know, we had a quarterback before Arch commit to Georgetown, one go to Stanford, one to Tulane. So like standards really are so high. Um, and it was really just how am I going to kind of fit into that and how am I going to make a name for myself kind of and emerge out of that shadow a little bit. Mm. So how do you keep it fun? You know, how do you keep it light to balance that that pressure, right? Um, um, and that expectation. How do you make it about you and keep it keep it in the moment? Um, well, I I really just love football. Like I have a great time at practice. Um, I love Friday nights. Um, but it really started like over spring and over winter. I'd go out with a couple like four or five receivers and just throw. Um, no coaches or anything. Like it would just be kind of us whether it was like super serious or we were just kind of throwing around, like that's what made it really fun for me is kind of building relationships with all of the receivers who were there for arch and even some of the new ones, like just build those relationships a little bit to make everyone more comfortable. Um, I would say that's where it started really. Yeah. Hmm. And are there any, how did you have any mentors, anybody that helps you keep it in perspective or, you know, help you stay in the moment? and not racing ahead or comparing to Arch? Um, yeah, so our head coach, is, like I said, has been there forever. Um, so he's coached Arch for the last four years, and he really harped on just kind of, you're, like, you're not Arch, be yourself. Like, you're Eli. Um, and so that's, that's been great. And um, Arch's parents, like Coop and Hyde was my right tackle. Um, they've been at every game, so they've kind of, you know, watched me through it. They've watched me through middle school. Um, and they really, they really helped me kind of just like be yourself, like do your thing. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really what it was all about. And what's the power of uh, like a winning community in helping you succeed? Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of love the expectations being high. Like there's, there's always like when you're always striving to meet that high standard um, for us, that was kind of, that was kind of a big deal because people didn't necessarily expect all that much after ours left but like the internal expectations were still super high. So um, we all kind of play with that chip on our shoulder. Um, yeah.
And I saw a little, a little Tim Tebow-esque with you when your running ability too there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what's, what's your favorite way to, to celebrate after a win? How do you, how do you bring your family and all this? How do you keep it light and still, you know, be a, be a junior in high school? Um, yeah. Well, my mom gets mad at me if I don't say hi to her first after a win. So that, <laughs> that's, true. True. that's, that's kind of how it all starts. You know, after we win, I have to go say hi to my mom, say hi to my dad. Um, and then um, we usually chill after games because, you know, we have 8 a.m. film and lifts in the morning, um, which is kind of nice. It keeps your head on straight a little bit. Um, yeah, but just after all the success, like hearing everything from people in the community, because it, it really is a big community at Newman, even though we're kind of a smaller school. Um, it's just kind of being and ha having that whole family uh, atmosphere there has been really influential. So do you guys get to get recognized? Do you go out for uh, burgers and shakes? And you know, a couple of times, because we do go out on Saturday mornings and wearing all of our uh, lifting clothes. And I've gotten a couple of free milkshakes from Ted's for all stop. That's been nice. <laughs> nice plug for Ted's. Stopping me. <laughs> Talking about NIL. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, um, yeah. Tell me, Asher. Oh no, no. Sorry. I mean, I, I was. I, I don't. This is Eli's gig here, but I was just going to say. Um, I really just wanted to underscore, I guess, a little bit. Um, how I, you know, one of the benefits I view from this, um, for him, you know, you you asked about. Um, sort of what's helped him uh, and who's helped him. And he mentioned this too. And again, I'm just trying to underscore it, but um, I've always thought, I mean, I feel like Arch was just an incredible mentor to him. Um, you know, I think it was a, it was a, it was really nice for him to have two years um, to just be with him and just be, you know, just be teammates with him be friends with him. I feel like a lot of kids, you know, if you craft a, you know, um, you know, sort of a, a situation where someone's that highly touted and in that position, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a lot of situations where I feel like the dynamic would be different, um, where someone would be, you know, would be either threatened or, or just not, you know, not a great teammate. It would be a lot more about him. And I, I feel like he was a great, he was a great friend to Eli. He was a great mentor to Eli. The, the family, it's a wonderful family. They've just all the way from the top down, um, Archie was, even when Eli was in middle school, was like super encouraging and, um, encouraged us to like, you know, connect with, um, who's now, you know, his, his, this, this guy, uh, David Morris, who's, who has, uh, QB country and Mobile is a terrific coach for him. Um, and I, I know worked with Arch for a while and just, again, as he said, it's the family was just so supportive, is so supportive. Um, and I think that's been a great that's been a great dynamic for him. That's helped with that, with that whole, you know, that, that whole situation. Um, I think, I don't know if Eli agrees with that, but I think it's been great for him. Yeah. Well, you're talking about very, I mean, first of all, for our listeners, if they don't know about the Manning family, I mean, obviously, right. A lot of ways to handle success and status and, uh, you know, hall of fame nature. And, and clearly they exemplify a class act. So it must be hard uh, you know, as it gets passed down the generation to remain that appreciative. Uh, what makes a great mentor for you, Eli? What made it, you know, because a lot of people, they watch the NFL, they see quarterbacks, and they're like, man, doesn't the guy on the sideline, 
isn't he just angling for his spot? Like what, how did, how do they tolerate this tension between learning, growing, wanting to play? Um, yeah. What, what, what makes a great mentor for you? Um, well, I tend to ask a lot of questions. That's just kind of how I roll when I learn. Um, so really slowing it down and just trying to, um, like asking questions and then them really responding and slowing down what they're doing for me has been super great. And then also, um, just trying to kind of emulate, like, I believe Archer's like a 0.9998 something like recruit out of one. Um, and so really just trying to emulate everything he does, like just from like the drop to the, and the footwork, and then also kind of just taking notes um, and him sharing his notes with me um, and just kind of how he approaches preparation for each game, but also preparation in the off season. That's really what I've kind of learned um, and tried to apply to my own uh, season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's that been like for you as a parent, Asher, to know that there's that kind of trust and mentorship going on and not some sort of a dog eat dog uh, culture. Yeah, man. I look, I, I, I think it's, you, you probably couldn't write a script for a better situation um, for your, for your child to walk into, honestly, um, particularly one that's so passionate about football, like Eli is. Um, and as I said, it, you know, I, I think when you, you, you take the fact that like, I mean, I don't know this, but like, I think, you know, no arch Manning, Eli might be playing as a freshman. And I don't think that would have been, a great situation for him. Not, not necessarily that he didn't have the chops to do it, but you know, there's obviously as you well know better than anybody, right? There's the mental, there's a mental element to it. In addition to the physical, I think physically he was probably there um, mentally. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. So I think just having the opportunity to, to, as he said, to observe and to watch and to learn and to, and to build the, the personal relationships with his whole team, of course, but, but with arch too, and then, you know, have that for two years and then being able to kind of slide in in his junior year, I think, was was super helpful um, for him. And I think um, and fortunately, you know, he's as any parent that is into athletics and and is enjoys watching their kids enjoy athletics. You know, um, it's a rare animal, I think, to find someone that just enjoys the process as much as Eli does. I mean, I, I don't. I have never ever had to push him nor do I with any of my kids would I anyway, but like to push him to go train or to go whatever. I mean, he just loves the process. He loves football. Um, he's just so passionate about it. So I think, you know, as I said, I don't, I don't know that you could write a script for this to have worked out this to this point, really any better um, for a lot of reasons. So how do you transition now to this, this crucial time or at least what American standards of collegiate, applications and, and pursuit of your dream of a career in medicine how do you balance out keeping it fun keeping your passion present and also you know starting to respond to the the next level um yeah so we've been kind of doing it slow since the end of, or really since the middle of the season just kind of sending out dms and emails to coaches um and not really getting too bogged down with the, all the intricacies of it just because i want to keep it about football really um, I, I just enjoy playing football. And if I can do that at the next level, like, great. If I can't, you know, it's, it's been a great career. Um, so that's kind of been my philosophy. And I think my dad's philosophy t- with it too, just kind of keep it fun. Um, but, you know, don't really half-ass it. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on this. Um, but <laughs> don't really, 
<laughs> don't don't really half-ass it. Um, if you're gonna do it, do it, and if you don't, um, so be it. But just kind of keeping it fun, but also really um, doing it kind of with a purpose and staying diligent a little bit. Will your mom let you leave the southeast, or do we need a new contract? Oh God, I've had I've <laughs> <laughs> new contract. <laughs> She she says I have to be within a direct flight of her. Um, that's that's her rule. I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> well, luckily you got a contract attorney on your side. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh, you outsource that one. Andrew. Yeah, maybe. It's a little too close. A little too close. So that it sounds like you're keeping it really grounded. But what you know, what's the dream for you? Um, you know, your dad mentioned a career in medicine. What what would you like to do with that? Um, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon just because um, my mom's a nurse practitioner. Um, and she's been nurse at our school, so I'm surrounded by a lot of doctors. Um, and I've I kind of love like all of, like the mechanics of sports and all that. So I really like orthopedics because um, I feel like they're kind of just sports doctors. Uh, if you really get down to it um, and just kind of n- having relationships with all the doctors because of my mom and seeing her and then also taking classes at Newman with like anatomy and biology and all that. Um, I've kind of grown towards the sciences, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do they offer any kind of kinesiology or biomechanics or anything like that at, at Newman? Um, I've taken anatomy and I've taken chemistry and biology but nothing super sports related yet well i tell everybody i got chemistry was interesting for me because i i made my south side high school uh teacher he was my fantasy baseball co-manager <laughs> <laughs> so that was a contract i had to excel at chemistry and he would uh help me set my lineup so <laughs> whatever That's it takes awesome. yeah so how do you guys you know, transition to the off season here? I mean, obviously making it to the state semifinals. I mean, even if the expectations internally, we try and temper them. Uh, there's disappointment. How do you how do you take time off? How do you take care of you? Um, how do you approaching this off season? Um, this off season, I mean, I'm really just. It's gonna be. We're gonna have a young team next year. We had a great senior class graduate. So this off season's. Um, going to be a lot about getting work with kind of the new receivers and running backs and offensive linemen that are coming in. Um, but I'm also playing lacrosse. So it's going to be balancing kind of getting ready for next football season, getting ready for spring. Um, but also, you know, winning state and lacrosse, hopefully. Um, so it's going to be a balance between, you know, mornings, football, maybe afternoons, lacrosse, or I don't, we're going to have to figure it out. Kind of, it'll, it might be a day-to-day thing. That's what we did last year. Um, yeah, just kind of take it week by week, get in the weight room a lot, hopefully. Um, I'm looking to put on our 10 pounds. I don't know if my dad says don't, but I want to, um, yeah, what do they say in these days? Cause I know we had all these beliefs growing up about, you're not supposed to hit the weights before a certain age. Like what, what's the approach right now for you? Um, well, so I, we have a amazing strength and conditioning coach at Newman. So I'm in there. During the season, I'm in there about three times a week. Off season, usually four to five. Um, and then over the summer, it's five to six days a week. Um, but um, they, they write a program for us, and we just kind of attack it, honestly. Like, there's really, there really haven't been any limitations. You know, my dad 
he he likes to lift. He's been doing CrossFit and powerlifting, so I've gone with him a couple times. And um, yeah, I mean, they've, it's just I've, uh, lifting. There's really been no limitations yet. Well, what's it like, you know, to have a dad who understands being an athlete and, and you can share parts of this journey? I mean, it's it's not something that everyone gets to experience and probably, I mean, it's your life, so it's hard to see outside of it. But what, what's it like to have that just some days you can just go to the gym and, um, you know, there's nobody watching, there's nobody counting. Uh, it's just about your relationship. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been awesome. That's honestly, like, that's what's kept it fun for me for so long, you know, having my dad um, kind of as not only really a personal trainer, but someone who to just go and lift or throw or just watch me. Um, that's what's kept it fun for so long um, because there's really never pressure when I'm with my dad. Um, it's always been just, you know, do you love it? And if you love it, keep going. And if you don't like stop and try something new. Um, and so kind of, finding my love for football, my love for lacrosse and my love for lifting. Like he's been not really pushing me, but just kind of enjoy watching me. And I've enjoyed doing it with him for the last 16 years. That's beautiful to hear. What's the number one uh, topic that you go to, to uh, distract? If there's been a, a tough game or tough week, what do you guys go to? Is it uh, what you guys talk about uh, lacrosse? Do we talk about pro sport? Like how do you, how do you get out of the, the stress? Um, it's been food. I think a lot. Go, go out, get get good lunch or dinner. You know, living in New Orleans, it's not hard to find. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of been getting off sports a little bit. I think. Um, I go to lunch with my grandfather on Sundays, so just kind of decompress a little bit and talk about kind of the week and school and football and how that all has shaped out and just really. I think I think getting my mind off of football a little bit has been has been good. Yeah. Yeah. What's a favorite food? What's a favorite place for you guys? Oh God, Dad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you. I don't know how you ever been here, Rich. It's it's that's like uh, you know that's like asking somebody in New York what their favorite pizza is. I mean, it's all know, I know we, is the beignets. That's all I know. That's all. I, <laughs> we eat good, man. We eat good. I mean, Eli eats. Um, it's impressive watching him eat. It's impressive watching him live lift too. I mean, the kid is strong. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he crushes food. Uh, we, we eat all sorts of stuff. I love to cook too. So I cook a lot and, um, he goes out with his friends. I mean, it's really just a hodgepodge. Um, I would say from what I've observed, you know, for, I, I wasn't, I actually didn't know, or wasn't, I guess I didn't conceptualize that, that Eli, uh, that was part of his, decompression process it makes sense to me after you know now that i know how we, i know that and i've seen him eat but um you know anything that's like highly caloric <laughs> and you know i mean he will hit some cheeseburgers um uh he'll hit some po'boys he'll hit he'll hit some french fries you know that's another fun thing we do together frankly is just go crush food somewhere because <laughs> i you know i'm not i'm not built like i used to but uh but i unfortunately my appetite's still the same so <laughs> what's the equivalent of white castle down there um gosh the equivalent of white castle god you're, you're pulling back memories man um with, I, I don't you know burgers in, in five minutes yeah. yeah 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 i don't know um 
What's your, what would you say? Like, I would keep, we can't, I don't know if you get Ted's another plug. <laughs> I don't know. What's the, what's your spot? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big po' boy guy. So we, we frequent between a lot of po' boy places. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so for your listeners who are not familiar, a po' boy is basically the New Orleans equivalent of like what we would, you know, um, have as a, you know, a hero or something in New York, right. You know, like just typically has, um, some fried fish or like, or, you know, what they call debris, which is a, you know, like a roast beef with like all the drippings that come off. It's, it's, it's awful, really awful, all awful. But, uh, yeah, Eli, he likes to kill some poor boys for sure. So what's a favorite sports movie, Eli? Favorite inspirational movie? I love Remember the Titans. That's my, that's easily my favorite movie of all time. How about for you, Asher? My favorite sports movie. Gosh, man, I don't even. I mean, there's. I, I. That's so. That's probably. That's probably it. Uh, it is Hoosiers. Um, not not necessarily because I went to Indiana, but but that is an amazing. You know, eighties movies were different, man. You know, we were in the golden age. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> yeah. How about um, a book, inspirational book or something you read, Eli, that, that makes you inspired to keep going? Um, I read Shoe Dog, which is the um, biography on Phil Knight. Um, and that was awesome. He kind of just talked about like his pursuit of making shoes and how he took like his background of sports and um, kind of was just curious and that how that, uh, how that really impacted his entrepreneurial career. I thought that was cool. Oh man, wasn't that great reading that about him being like in his parents' basement and like flying to Japan and like mm-hmm. just going in and faking it till he made it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about for you, Asher? What's uh, your favorite book? You know, um, it's interesting. Yes, I, I actually just read this book. Um, I wish I could even remember the author. I don't. Maybe you would. Maybe you've read it or would know. Rich, it's it's uh, it's called Range. You ever heard of that book? I haven't heard. Of um, it. It's a great book. One actually, one of my one of my former partners, um, whose whose son is actually now a professional musician, um, recommended it to me. He was an athlete when he was growing up, but but it's it's called Range. It's it's fascinating. Um, but basically, the premise of the book that's it's there's no there's no continuity really between chapters, other than like thematically, and the research is incredible. But it every basically every chapter of the book focuses on some um, relatively, in some cases, obscure person in history that you wouldn't necessarily know about. And it's not just sports, it's not just music, but it is those, but it's that art, all sorts of stuff. But again, thematically, it, it um, the elements that are constant are that, are, are that how, how those people became elite at what they did, calling on a very broad spectrum of things in their life, whether their surroundings, how they grew up, what they grew up with, what they touched on, like what they called upon to be great at things. Um, it's really kind of a fascinating book. I mean, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. The forward of the book actually does this really interesting comparison in a whole different bunch of ways about, um, about, uh, um, about Tiger Woods and um, who is the compare and Roger Federer, Roger Federer. And, and how like the sports are different and they're different and how they grew up doing different things. And it's just anyway very interesting. That was a very long 
answer to a short question. Well, thank but, you. Uh, I, our listeners now have a book recommendation going into 2020. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really good book, um, particularly if you're, you know, if you're an athlete or just been ever, you know, highly passionate about something. Um, it's, it's pretty fascinating. So what is the friend, does the friend family resort to football? Is there any three-on-three basketball that still goes on? Does, it, does, it, does the friend family uh, engage in any off-the-field uh, sporting, leisurely activity? Um, recently, it's been golf, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, we've, we've kind of, we've kind of, we, we've been through the three-on-three basketball phase, but, uh, um, you know, my older brother's in college now, so it's kind of hard to catch him often. Ezra's still a little bit smaller than us so and dad um you know maybe isn't moving as fast so (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong we've uh, we've we've moved on to golf actually as a as a friend family competition and pickleball actually oh wow yeah you gotta grab yeah, we, we love we love we, we love playing pickleball. Yeah, you know it's funny, Rich. We we've actually I would say I mean unless you like disagrees. I mean I actually don't feel like, which is also part of the irony, I guess in a sense. Um, we've never been like a football family. Uh, I mean, like I don't feel like we did a lot of like just getting out in the yard and like and the whole family like playing you know touch football where you had like an automatic cue or anything like that. Like this is really just kind of Eli's thing. Um, I mean, just, just wanting to just being passionate about it, wanting to throw, like we played a lot, a lot of basketball, um, things we did as a family, like a lot of basketball, um, golf recently, as he mentioned, pickleball recently, as he mentioned, um, I mean, back in the day, I tried to get them into like squash and tennis and stuff like that. Just never really, I mean, I think they enjoyed it. Just never really stuck. The racket sports didn't stuck, stick the way they stuck for me and my brother, but, um, but anyway, so this is this is a good this leads me for a good question for Eli. But first, I got to ask you now. So backyard football, Wilson Schoolyard. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you the Jets or the Giants? Oh, Giants, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's not even. A, I knew we were friends for a reason. <laughs> yeah, man, that's not even a question. <laughs> the, the Manning loop continues. I love it. <laughs> so, so Eli, how what is it like having this fun around just playing and being together? Does that help you pursue excellence in whatever form it may take? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Because, you know, when we've had, I have an older brother and a younger brother. So being the middle, you know, you kind of share everything with your brothers. And, um, you know, you, you com- you're competing with both of them at the same time at all times. So, you know, it really pushes you. Um, having a competitive dad who played sports, that he, uh, kind of has played sports forever. Um, but kind of finding football, like my dad said, has been like my thing. Like that's just made it also so much more fun. You know, I can really be kind of become the expert of the family a little bit um, and just kind of take it as I go and learn for myself. Um, that's kind of made football a unique experience for me, which I've enjoyed. So I know you mentioned trying to keep it in the moment and slow and the dichotomy with trying to prepare for a future is that we do need to make plans and set goals. Um, is there a goal to find some place where they would match your academic pursuits and football? Is that the dream? Yeah, hundred percent. I've been, I've been really interested in the Ivies and, you know, the Dukes and Vanderbilt. Um, if my mom wants me to stay in the South. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, finding that balance between competitive football and um, elite academics has been a goal we've 100% set um, for myself and kind of with my parents. 
That's incredible. So it's it's really nice to hear. It's it's a pleasure to 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 feel all this going on through you and all the potential that lays in front of you. What's it like to see your uh, mentor going on national TV tomorrow? Um, that's gonna be great. You know, I'm I'm going with my older brother, um, so we'll be we'll be close to the action. But I, it's been it's been awesome, kind of going through the season, texting him periodically, you know, asking him how, how he likes it. Um, it's it's been it's been awesome to kind of watch his progression um, after backing him up for so long, and now watching him on the national stage. It's been cool. Yeah, I mean, and it's I mean, we make light of it that he gave you a shout on social media, but it's a big deal <laughs> to be able to, to stay open and connected as yeah. you go to next stages. Yeah. What's it like to have that? That openness. Um, yeah, it, it's it's awesome. You know, kind of just seeing his perspective kind of living on that national stage. Um, and then also getting the perspective of him just kind of wanting to be like a normal college student. That's kind of also gravitated me towards the Ivies. You know, you're, you're just kind of another student on campus who's also competing at a high academic level. Um, and then you go and you play football and you, you compete again at that high level. Um, so kind of having him to not necessarily knowingly influence my um my opinions but having him kind of to ask questions and formulate my own opinion has been super impactful and of course i mentioned uh, as your dad shared with me your accolades first team all district first team all state and a four-time manning award futures recipient which one means the most <laughs> um you know the, the the Manning Awards are cool, but I was I was really excited about All State um, because you know Arch won All State, um, and then kind of all the last quarterbacks um, have won All State um, at Newman. So that kind of that kind of was the confirmation that I was I really had a, a partially successful season. You know, it didn't end as we wanted it to, but it was successful in the way that. Um, I kind of lived up to expectations a little bit. Yeah. What's uh, what was your favorite play of the year? Um, I think my favorite play of the year was a uh, double overtime win in the regular season. Um, that was a game that was came down to the wire last year, actually, too. Um, and we lost our starting running back it, in the first quarter. And so it was kind of a, grindy game and then we it, first overtime both teams scored second overtime they turned it over and we um we ran qb power to kind of just punch it in that was that was a fun win <laughs> beautiful moments beautiful moments uh how about for you asher how do you keep pace with this the the non-stop sports schedule how do you keep balance in the family well, yeah, it's a, you you pre you pre assume an answer. I mean, there's nothing I enjoy more honestly than um than than watching my kids play sports. I mean, I, I you know I'm not ashamed to say like that that is my stomach. That's my euphoric sort of style. I just um, if they could be involved in sports every day and I could watch them play sports, and it's 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 really just because I I just I love watching how much fun they have. Right? I mean, as a parent. Um, you really can't ask for more than that, you know, to see all your kids 
in whatever they're doing, just passionate about something. All of my kids, I mean, and I hope everybody's kids are, you find that one thing or hopefully they find that at least one thing that they're super passionate about. And then you just watch them having tons of fun and that's as good as it gets. So, you know, that may not be the, the, the right answer to your question. Not that there's a wrong answer, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's the opposite of, it's the opposite of something that is like, you know, it's might be perceived as a, a right or of a burden. It's, it's, it's about as good as it gets. Um, and obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm always proud. I mean, we're always proud of our children, but, um, it's just, again, I, I would say I'm the most proud of just being how passionate he is about, um, yeah, how we, you know, how he approaches football, how he approaches sports, how he approaches the process really, and how he obviously approaches academics and everything, but um, it's just it's just super awesome, you know. Um, I hope it. I, I personally wish it would never end. Uh, you know, like I, I'm when 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 my youngest Ezra graduates from high school and I'm done watching. I mean, my kids' sports. I'm going to be on suicide watch. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, but um, we'll find but, it. We'll find a way for you to be a, a water boy. We'll find a way. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do something. I'm gonna be that that creepy guy at you know lacrosse practice, direct lacrosse practice again without a kid on the team. <laughs> did you see, did you see uh, Barry Sanders' dad uh, on the sideline on the on the Barry Sanders documentary? Oh, I did watch that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a great documentary. That was a great documentary. Man, he's like uh, living with the play. Um, so what, what gave that to you? What gave you the passion that you were able to give forward as a father? Cause this is an important thing for sports parents out there that call me. Yeah. And come to my kid isn't performing enough. They're, they're, they're too distracted, right? They're trying to give something that maybe they haven't found. So how, how, how do you do find that? Um, great question, man. Um, that's a tough question. Cause I guess it's not a question we probably I've ever thought about before. Um, I would say it's an amalgamation of probably a, a, a bunch of different things. I mean, one is, you know, definitely, I mean, you know, when Brandon and I were growing up um, playing sports, particularly when we were competitive with, you know, racquetball um, nationally, I mean, my parents took us everywhere. Um, and it was, you know, sort of always their pleasure. Like it was never, you know, something they seemed to always enjoy, although maybe they didn't, they never, they never said they didn't. And so I guess maybe that's the best kind, right? If they, even if they're not, even if they did, I know they did, but even if they didn't, um, you know, they were always there. They always showed up. Um, they always took us to anything, no matter how sort of seemingly inconvenient someone else might view that. Um, so I think there's that, I think, you know, it's just some, num number two, probably something, you know, it's just stuff I'm stuff that they're doing is stuff. I just happen to be passionate about, right. If they were chess players or whatever, I would, I would, we would support them the same way. I, I can't say I would, I would be as passionate about, I just think you happen to be doing something that I happen to be passionate about. And then three, I think it's just. The commitment is parent first, hearing in your answer. It's not about the, the result or the, or what sport it's about parent and passion. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think so. I just, I hope, I hope so. I mean, I, I, it sounds like in your experience, it's not, you know, I, and I'm certain it's not that way all the time, but um, I don't know how else to do it. Right. I mean, like it, I, I hope, um, I would, I would not understand myself if I was focused on his result, you know, I'm focused on his fun. I'm focused on his passion. We're, I mean, to say me, we Aaron, myself, my wife, myself, 
Um, his whole family, everybody from all sides of the family, my parent, my parents fly down for games. They watch him when it's broadcast. My brother, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, um, it's totally, it's just, everybody just loves watching him compete. So, and that's, that's what it's about for us. I don't, you know, it's not my dream, it's his dream, right? So it's, it's whatever he enjoys. Well, there's a lot in there. You're very modest, Asher, and I've known you a long time, so I can tell you it's a, it's a gift and it's a pleasure to see it. And you're right. Sometimes the things that get handed down when our parents do things in a, a, a loving way, in a, when they show us that they're willing to sacrifice and commit for the sake of family, it, it is a beautiful thing. It's an honorable tradition you're passing on. And, and it is, does matter that the parents show that they are happy. Because the message of we sacrifice for you puts an added pressure, right? So it sounds like there's a freedom that's created in this journey. Uh, what's that like for you, Eli? I hope so. Um, yeah, so I, I, it feels like my parents definitely make an effort to tell me how much they love watching me play. And like um, all my family watching in New York, send me clips of them watching me um, on the TV. And kind of them telling me how much they love just kind of watching me um, really takes all of that pressure off. And it really makes me... Um, have the ability to kind of play for myself and just play for the love of it, um, which has been just so special because now it kind of takes all that pressure away of, you know, like it, it really just takes all the pressure of the results away and allows me to just kind of play for fun and just enjoy what I'm doing at all times. Truly beautiful. Well, I hope we're back here a year from now talking about choices, decisions, uh, if your dad has to buy a, a mini RV or something, yeah, that's filled with them, right? Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be another. Yeah, the direct, the direct flight, the direct flight, like kind of half jokingly, has definitely become a big topic of conversation. Um, <laughs> you want to be able to yeah. make it the home games, right? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, <laughs> although they do uh, have boys in the uh, Charlotte airport, I believe so. They have what in the Charlotte airport? Oh, oh boys. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they do. You know. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Any uh, parting words, Eli, um, um, for our listeners for 2024, uh, for Arch? Um, it's been a pleasure having you. I appreciate you. And um, I really hear the message of fun and getting to be yourself. What's the one thing you wish for yourself in 2024? Um, yeah, you know, just kind of stay on the path a little bit, you know, work hard, continue to have fun and um, really kind of release all, the, uh, all of that pressure that I came into at the beginning of the season and um, just feel comfortable doing my thing a little bit. Excellent. And Asher, how about for you? Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't echo that enough. I mean, I just hope... Um, I, I guess I sound like a broken record a little bit at this point, but I just, I just hope he keeps, um, I hope he stays passionate about what he's doing. And, um, I'm just, again, I'll be, it'll be sad when it's over, but, um, I hope he gets everything, everything he wants. Um, and he's whatever he gets, he deserves. I know that much. What a blessing. I mean, it's, it's really true. What adds to appreciation and the excitement of it all is that we know, we don't know what it's going to do. We're not promised where it's going to go but it sounds like you're putting in all the work all the habits even making it fun pacing it keeping it in the moment helps it last longer we know this right when things are stressful 
this is what leads to burnout. So the fact you're loving it and you like showing up each day and you like connecting to your teammates and all the little things, um, that's a recipe for, for personal success, right? Yeah. And uh, I wish you that on your terms in this year. And it is uh, an honor and ple a pleasure to have uh, my old friend, friend, his son, Eli. We uh, give a shout out to Arch tomorrow. Uh, any message you want to send him? Uh, good luck. We'll be watching. Should be fun. <laughs> Amazing, and, guys. And, and, yeah. and Rich, by the way, I just want to thank you, man. Um, uh, or, uh, you know, I've been calling you Rich this whole time. Sorry, Dr. Olberger. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, man, it is, you know, it really is just one of the beautiful things about life. You just being able to, um, and particularly having known you for so long and just not having, um, connected in so long. Um, it's just great to see you again. It's, uh, I'm really congratulations on all your success and, um, thank you so much. I mean, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for, for doing this and having us and taking the time to do this. It's really been great. My pleasure. And the beauty of this whole social media world has been reconnection and, and i hope the next time i see you guys it's on a sideline or we do this again it's opened up old relationships it's connected me to new relationships and to see the father-son journey uh, it hits home it hits home for our listeners right so many parents out there trying to figure out so many athletes trying to figure out how to play at their next level how to be great and uh, parents are struggling, right? So it's important to learn about what the role of community, family, mentorship, and uh, we appreciate you guys sharing your secret ingredients uh, that we can all learn from. Thank, thank you, you buddy. Talk thank soon, you. bud. Thank you, man. Well, thank you again to Asher and Eli friend, especially to my old friend, Asher friend from Southside High School, Rockville Center, New York and formerly of the Maccabi Games, a multiple sport athlete in himself, uh, in himself and a, a parent, along with his wife, Aaron, friend with his son, Eli, friend, after an amazing junior season uh, at Isidore Newman down in New Orleans, football powerhouse, uh, well-known because of the Manning family, and, of course, my dear uh, <laughs> Eli Manning for the New York Giants Super Bowl champions. So uh, such an exciting day. I wish you all a happy new year and to find your dream and your passion as uh, Asher really pointed out to us today. We could feel in his heart and his passion. This is Richard. I'm thankful for all of you and I'm out.